Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Stay Exactly with the Pattern. It shall be focused on the study of 1 Kings chapter 6. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. And as we read here about Solomon beginning his work on the temple, Lord, your scriptures say, How be it the Most High dwelleth not in a temple made by hands, but a body is thou prepared. Father, may you prepare our hearts and our uh, bodies for the inhabitation of your Holy Spirit through your word. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 1 Kings chapter 6. Chapter 6 And it came to pass in the 480th year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month Ziph, which is the second month, that he began to build the house of the Lord. And the house which King Solomon built for the Lord, the length thereof was threescore cubits, and the breadth thereof twenty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits. And the porch before the temple of the house, twenty cubits was the length thereof, according to the breadth of the house, and ten cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And for the house he made windows of narrow lights. And against the wall of the house he built chambers round about, against the walls of the house round about, both of the temple and of the oracle, and he made chambers round about. The nethermost chamber was five cubits broad, and the middle was six cubits broad, and the third was seven cubits broad. For without in the wall of the house he made narrowed rests round about, that the beams should not be fastened in the walls of the house. And the house, when it was in building, was built of stone made ready before it was brought thither, so that there was neither hammer, nor axe, nor any tool of iron heard in the house while it was in building. The door for the middle chamber was in the right side of the house, and they went up with winding stairs into the middle chamber, and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it, and covered the house with beams and boards of cedar. And then he built chambers against all the house, five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timber of cedar. And the word of the Lord came to Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which thou art in building, if thou wilt walk in my statutes and execute my judgments, and keep all my commandments to walk in them, then will I perform my word with thee, which I spake unto David thy father, and I will dwell among the children of Israel, and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it, and he built the walls of the house within with boards of cedar, both the floor of the house and the walls of the ceiling. And he covered them on the inside with wood, and covered the floor of the house with planks of fir. And he built twenty cubits on the sides of the house, both the floor and the walls, with boards of cedar. He even built them for it within, even for the oracle, even for the most holy place. And the house, that is, the temple before it, was forty cubits long. And the cedar of the house within was carved with knobs and open flowers. All was cedar. There was no stone seen. And the oracle he prepared in the house within 
to set there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And the oracle in the forepart was twenty cubits in length, and twenty cubits in breadth, and twenty cubits in the height thereof. And he overlaid it with pure gold, and so covered the altar which was of cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold, and he made a partition by the chains of gold before the oracle, and he overlaid it with gold. And the whole house he overlaid with gold, until he had finished all the house. Also the whole altar that was by the oracle he overlaid with gold. And within the oracle he made two cherubims of olive tree, each ten cubits high. And five cubits was the one wing of the cherub, and five cubits the other wing of the cherub. From the uttermost part of the one wing unto the uttermost part of the other were ten cubits. And the other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubims were of one measure and one size. The height of the one cherub was ten cubits, and so was it of the other cherub. And he set the cherubims within the inner house, and they stretched forth the wings of the cherubims, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, and their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. And he overlaid the cherubims with gold, and he carved all the walls of the house round about with carved figures of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers within and without. And the floor of the house he overlaid with gold within and without. And for the entering of the oracle he made doors of olive tree. The lintel and side posts were a fifth part of the wall. The two doors also were of olive tree. And he carved upon them carvings of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold, and spread gold upon the cherubims and upon the palm trees. So also made he for the door of the temple posts of olive tree, a fourth part of the wall. And the two doors were a fir tree. The two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. And he carved thereon cherubims and palm trees and open flowers, and covered them with gold, fitted upon the carved work. And he built the inner court with three rows of hewed stone, and a row of cedar beams. In the fourth year was the foundation of the house of the Lord laid, in the month Ziph. And in the eleventh year, in the month Bul, which is the eighth month, was the house finished throughout all the parts thereof, and according to all the fashion of it. So was he seven years in building it. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Dedication. This was preached in 1962 on November the 11th in the morning. We'll begin at paragraph 39 up to paragraph 52. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Now we find out that there lays a great spiritual application here that I would like mainly to uh, refer to. Now, if you read uh, the first Kings, you'll find that in this, Solomon began as a young man to build this temple that his father had been promised through God that he would build. You see, he stays in line with the Scripture and promises. Now, that's what we must always do to be successful, is to stay in line with God's promises. 
No matter how it seems best to go this way or that way, stay lined with the Scripture. Amen. And Solomon knew that God had promised his father David that he would build a temple. Now, if you notice, the material wasn't found only in Palestine, that this temple, because it just wasn't there. He had to go to the rest of the world, known world, to find these parts that would go in this temple. What a beautiful application that is. Amen. That God don't just cut His materials out of Jews only, or out of the white only, or out of the brown or red or black or whatever colors they may be or whatever just out of United States only or just out of Canada only but he cuts his materials from all the world and if while they were cutting the stone of a certain kind that was found in such a part of the country and maybe cutting a stone over in another nation to fit this stone that was cut in the uh, another nation. Now, it might have seemed very strange to the people, passerbys, that seen these odd-looking stones being cut. But God, in His own way, was doing something. I think he's doing the same thing today to, uh, to antitype the type that that was. He's cutting them in the way that he wishes. Now, we find out that the materials being cut in their own native land was uh, peculiar to uh, a material cut in another's native land. And we find out that they were all transported from by ox cart and so forth. And some of them come by sea and some come by uh, ox cart and some floated down to Joppa by raft and so forth and then hauled in. All together they were coming to one place for one purpose. And that was to fulfill the command of God. Amen. And the cedars was cut up in Lebanon. And the Lebanon cedars was the most noted cedars of all the world. Like today, there's one place that Redwood's found. That's in California. And there's one place they call in Africa, on Muscle Bend, there's a famous wood there that's called Stinkwood. It's never found nowhere else but there. And there is different timbers that's found in different parts of the country. And cedars was founded at Lebanon. A very high, tall cedar, hard because it's a warm country. Warmer the country, harder the timber becomes. And, and uh, uh, so colder the country, softer it becomes. That has a spiritual application too. Cold and indifferent, soft and floating. But when it's warm, spirit-filled, it hangs together and becomes useful in the Master's 
hand. Now, we find that these great cedars were hewn down by hewers, and they were had the blueprints, and they brought them together from uh, different parts of the world. Now, if you notice, Solomon never varied one bit from the pattern that Moses saw on Mount Sinai Amen. in heaven. Moses, when he returned from his vision, pitched the tent and made it just exactly like he saw in heaven. And when Solomon built the temple, he made it just exactly the way he, uh, he seen the pattern, the uh, type. Moses pitched the tent for a, a perpetual type because it was moved from place to place. But Solomon, he made the, the tabernacle just exactly in the fashion that Moses had seen in heaven. It was all put together, set in order, just exactly. What a spiritual application we could apply here. That we are never to leave the Scripture. Amen. Stay exactly with the pattern. Praise the Lord. That's the reason I believe that the way the first church was patterned, that's the way the next one should be patterned. That's the way everyone should be patterned. Just the way it was at the beginning. And I believe that God has it that way. I believe the real church. All right. The materials cut out in their native land, brought into one place, but when they were brought together, I'm reading now from the 16th chapter, or quoting from it. Now, when they were brought together, they were so perfectly fit that in the space of 40 years that had taken to put the construction up, there wasn't one, one stone to be resawed. There wasn't a buzz of a saw or a sound of a hammer for 40 years. Talk about masonry, architecture. Now, that showed that when we are doing anything and doing it in the pattern that God has set for us. Now, many of those stones look very odd, but there was a place in the temple for every odd, peculiar stone. God had a place for them. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, it's amazing to see the detail and the quality of the work that Solomon did. Father, help us to approach anything that we're doing for you with the same attitude. Help us to approve, to give you our level best in all that we say and do. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. 
Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. In these days of trial so near the end, when Christ from glory doth now descend, men's hearts are failing and filled with fear. We know the end time is surely near. Sleepeth. Your prophet sleepeth. He is not dead. He is not dead. The bride is waiting. The bride is waiting. Now for that voice. Not for this. And in this and hope. In this hope we can all rejoice. So just be faithful. So just be faithful. His word of promise. His word of promise. He gave the bride. He gave the bride. From his white charger. From his white charger. The prophet cried. The prophet cried. Yet one more time. Yet one more time shall I ride this trail. Thus saith the Lord. 
Say amen. Yeah.